The world's gonna find out exactly who we are. Welcome back. I know, it's been forever. It's the Zero to 100 Podcast. I am your host, William C. Walker Jr. And in this episode, well actually, you know what, I just want to apologize because the last time I posted the episode was uh, October 7th and there's been a ton that's going on, but I've been incredibly busy and uh, I just finally got a chance to post this episode so it's a little different because i'm not breaking it up it's just a straight run through but i'm joined by my brother Corey, uh, my good friend uh, christina and lynette and we give our thoughts on black panther wakanda forever um i knew as soon as it came out or, or when it was gonna come out i definitely had to do an episode about it i had to share my thoughts um the next episode will definitely be coming out sooner than this one because I got to talk about the Cowboys because the last time I had even talked about the Cowboys, they were, uh, it was actually after they had beat the Giants at 2-1. and one. So they're now 8-3 and three and they're about to play the Colts and things are already, it's, it's so different. And, and so there's a lot to talk about there, but I didn't want to go into it in this episode. I just wanted to focus on Black Panther Wakanda forever. And so I'll talk about Cowboys actually in the next episode. So it's just a straight run through. It's the review. We give our thoughts on it, the positives, the negatives. And then I'm going to recap it because even my feeling after marinating on it, like my thoughts on the film have changed somewhat. And that's because I went back and rewatched the first Black Panther. 
Um, so I'm not going to even give you anything of what I thought. Just listen to the review. You're listening to the Zero to 100 podcast, and this is our review of Wakanda Forever. Not enjoying or what? <laughs> All right, this is the Zero to One Hundred podcast. I have my good friend Christina here. What's up, Chris? Hey, hey, hey! And I have her significant other, her engaged Lynette. What's up, Lynette? Hey, how's it going? And I have my brother Corey on. What's up, Corey? Hey. All right, so let's get into it. We're talking. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, or as Shuri said, the Black Panther. I just, yeah, I, I'm telling you right now. What? Get, let me get your letter grades. Christina <laughs> Lynette, what's your letter grades? Uh, I'm about an A minus. All right, I would say B plus. Okay, Corey. I'll give it a B minus. <laughs> All right. Your brain. Really, Corey? I'm surprised because I thought you liked it. It's it's a solid movie, uh-huh. and um, the 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 post credits thing moved it from a C plus to a B minus. So that's okay. how. Okay. Wow. Okay. So All right. A minus, B plus, B minus. Your grades are way too high. I'm telling you right now, when I got out of it, it was straight up F for failure. <laughs> Corey, let me tell you something. He called me cussing. No, he I, called I, me cussing. I, you know he don't cuss. He called me cussing. I called you first or me first, but... Uh, I called you first. <laughs> so, he, so, Christina, just think about how, how fired up he was with you and probably take it up a couple notches right (laughs) (laughs) by the time he got to me he was it was a little down down a little bit i was like all right so i'll say this Corey, you was right i was being overly dramatic because i was like okay i had it at an f then i i marinated on it i talked to some other people who've seen it like i talked to my nieces i talked to my mom and my dad they saw it and I sat there and I thought about it. And then I talked to my brother Ricky. And I said, okay, I'll move it from an F and I'll give it a C minus. I can't go higher than that. I can't. I was like, I wanted to go D. I wanted to go from F to D, but it's C minus. That's about as high as I'll go. There's nothing in it that I could sit there and elevate it. The post credits. You, Corey talked about how the post credit took him up. I'll get into why the post credit for me wanted me to get that joint. I, I, when I see her think about, now, the I definitely credit. want to hear your perspective of 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 that. That's that's really interesting. How the it's post very credit wanted me to drop it another grade. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm gonna say let's let's get into let's get into the good because. Okay. I can't like if I if I got on to the bad, we'd be here all night. So let's let's, do, let's go to the good. Your friend, be your friend. <laughs> Corey, give me your good. You're good, Corey. So um, Namor was good. Like uh, he was a good character, and like um, you know, a really uh, 
like really like if you if you really look at it, I'll say like Tullacon and Namor, they watched the Wakandans. So uh but he was he was really compelling and, and exciting. And the post credits thing and I guess you know, we're spoiling or whatever. Um but it, it, like I was sitting there like at the end of the movie kinda like I'm a little disappointed, but then um when, you know, uh Nakia I think that's her name, right? Brought yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And he said, you know, I'm T'Challa, uh, son of King T'Challa. That, it, it, it maybe it was like the little boy was cute and I liked him or whatever. And so I was like, it made me feel better because I'm like, okay, we kind of got T'Challa back. So I don't know. But it, so those were like my two favorite things. Um, and also, I guess like that, that first scene in the UN, like with uh, Queen Ramonda, you know, talking about the, the the incursions and then them showing the Dora Milaje taking out the mercenaries. Um, I would say that those were three things that I thought were really good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Christina and Lynette. Because, well, because Christina, I feel like you should have more good things because you said A minus, but yes. this is good. So for me, I really liked um, uh, Namor's character. I know other people will view him as a villain. I don't view him as a villain. I view him, he's not a villain to me. Um, He may not be the hero, but he's definitely not the villain. I feel like he is what Shuri should have been in a way. Um, I loved the accuracy of um, the Mayan people with the the uh, paintings in the background, the feather headdresses, like all those little details. I really appreciated it that they um, they really did their research and was as accurate as it should be. I was a little annoyed that some were speaking Spanish, uh, um, that the uh, when they were doing the clips or the flashback to I think the mom, and they were like speaking Spanish, and I was like, ah, ah. They, they weren't speaking Spanish at that point. They were speaking, I think it was in my, it's like a Mayan language. They're speaking like a Mayan language. So that point I wasn't exactly thrilled about because I'm just like, that should have been pointed out when you did your research. So how did y'all mess that up? It seems like too much of um, a big thing to miss. So I did like the accuracy. I did like how he had, um, I guess like his cousin slash the chick that was next to him that was she was oh. that she was kicking butt. I loved her because she was like, she was just, I don't know, she was just one tough ass broad. Um, I did like the queen calling out um, the French the French lady. Um, I wish that she would have sassed her a little bit more. Um, uh, let's see, so stuff that we that I did like. Um, I did like the ending um, of her finally like um, mourning her brother because I think that's very relatable to a lot of people. You know, when you lose someone, you kind of get caught up in life and you don't take the time to mourn people. So, and I think that was a very good um, moment for people, and especially the speech that her mom gave her. Like, no, you have to. You have to mourn your brother and doesn't mean you stop loving him and you stop missing him, but you definitely have to take the time to mourn your loved ones. So I did appreciate um, that a lot. 
um, since, you know, like her, her and I, me and Linda have both lost someone significant. So I did like that. Um, let me see. What, I think that's, that's it. I mean, I don't want to take up the whole time. Lynette. Yeah. Um, I definitely liked when they got the French mercenaries. Cause at first I was worried. I, I, mm. that definitely got me. So that was really exciting. And to have them handed over at the UN was really dope. Um, I liked the funeral procession. Like I thought that was cool. Oh yeah. Um, I didn't cry. Like people were like, oh, you're going to be in there crying. I, yeah. I didn't get that, but yeah. I, I like the idea of it Um, because I did like when his casket went up in the air, you know, he's kind of doing his symbol. So I like when the casket was lifted upright. I like that. Um, I was trying to think. I did like the Namor. I liked his character. I liked his backstory. Uh, I definitely have to say that I definitely like the costumes. They got a lot of it right, which was really, really dope and important because you have Especially two. for Hispanic culture. Like this was putting Hispanic culture kind of in the map, right? Well, I mean, really, it's indigenous It's indigenous, culture. yeah. Indigenous um, so culture. yeah, I think they did that really, really well. I'm um, trying to think what else did I like. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you didn't like Riri. You didn't no, like I didn't like her. But he's asking about things I, I did like. like. So I'm, I'm trying I'm, to go through the list here. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's. that's it. Yeah, because I think I have a lot more dislikes. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm yeah, you had to. Yeah. <laughs> Let I me can't. get to the good. All right, I I'll get to my good because it's very few. <laughs> Namor was dope. I enjoyed that. Uh, the visuals, fantastic. I thought the cinematography, top-notch. Special effects, you did an excellent job. Costumes, fantastic. It was, that Ruthie was Carter. Good. That was good. That was good. Mm -hmm. Angela Bassett. I was like, I was seeing people talk about her before. It was like, oh, she should get an Academy Award for this. And I was sitting there like, y'all, Walla, y'all, calm down. Can't be that good. Yo, Angela Bassett was carrying that joy. She uh -huh. was carrying. Absolutely. Was top notch. From the, from the first scene with the UN, and she was like, yeah, I wanted her to sass them a little bit more. Like, here's your, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I wanted her to yeah. really go off on her, but what she did do was good enough. Um, yeah, that's about it. That's that's that's, I can't. that's that's about it. That's, I can't go beyond that. That's about it. Um, he was good as usual. Oh yeah, Mbaku was good. I will oh, say that Mbaku was good, and I'm going to get into one of my negatives that dealt with Mbaku. Um, Lynette and Christina. I will let you guys go first on what your negatives were. So what was your, what didn't you like about Chris? I figured you got very few because you gave it an A minus. Yeah. So one of the, the negatives that I didn't like, of course, is that I mentioned before, which was the, um, the Spanish speaking. I didn't appreciate mm -hmm. that. I understand story-wise, heritage-wise, why Shuri is Black Panther. I do not like her as Black Panther. She's not a fighter. She is the nerd. And, and I mean that in a very, very loving and sweet way, not a degrading way, not like it's a bad thing. She's not a fighter. I, when I saw the promo and I saw how skinny it, it, the character was, I knew right away it was her because Leticia Wright is very, very teeny. 
But if we were to put lineage aside, you know, I would say like Nakia or Koye or like even one of the Dora Milaje to me would have been a better fit for a black for a Black Panther because they fight and they know how to fight. So that part right there, I wasn't um I wasn't happy with her being that. And then the Iron Heart, I kind of didn't understand why she was really in there. To me, it felt very her stuff looked very much like Iron Man. I felt like her story would fit better for an Iron Man story than it would excuse me for Black Panther and they they just they barely even like discussed the machine that she created to find the vibranium you know what I mean like it was like a very very short part of the story very short they don't you don't see the machine you it's just sort of like this myth and then next thing you know like they're all looking for her and then you know chaos ensues so I didn't like that I would have liked to see the machine I would have liked to see her build it again I think from the standpoint because I would have liked for them to showcase black women in STEM um so I I wasn't a, a fan of that um I, another part that I would say is sort of kind of negative, but it's just due to my own like ignorance. I didn't understand the why he didn't know or nobody knew about the kid for like six years, five years. But Lynette, Lynette was explaining to me that in the, infinity. with the infinity when they were in the other dimension, that it was, while they were over there, time was moving on. And so time, progressed to five years and when they came back they didn't realize that it was five years but it still doesn't tie because it's so that did he know that he had the kid before he left like I don't know again that's and I that's on me because you know I don't watch the other movies when they try to explain it to me and I still don't kind of get it so I might be forced to watch the other two movies which I know will you'll be very excited and happy about well those were very good so <laughs> you should have been watching them anyway but <laughs> You know, it's like before, before Lynette, before you get into your thing, I will say about the kid thing, and I I mentioned it earlier why I wanted to drop it. That's actually a good explanation, but here's my problem, and I I hated the kid thing. The kid thing ticked me off, and I'm I'm telling you right now, I wanted to drop that joint, and I'm explaining to you why. Because Ryan Cooper, like like Christina, you just said, I don't know. It's like because I didn't see the other one. It's like. Did Ryan Coogler, bro, did you think that I didn't see the first Black Panther? Or did you think I didn't see Infinity War or Endgame? Like, I've seen the previous John. So here's my problem with it, with the kid thing. So in the first Black Panther, Killmonger's whole motivation was, this dude killed my dad, and because he killed my dad, um, and, and they abandoned me there, they didn't bring me back in. They didn't bring me to Wakanda. So I want to get revenge and I want to take over. So the child saw that and you're telling me that he saw this dude abandoned in America and not brought back to Wakanda. And so he would do the same thing with his kid? He would and use and, and say he didn't want to grow up with the pressure? Like that didn't yeah. make any sense. That didn't yeah. make any sense to me. Yeah. I was like, you're, I was like, sir, I was like, come on. You built a whole villain from the first movie off of this abandoned principle, and then you had this character do the same freaking thing to his kid. Come on now. What are we doing? What are we doing? That doesn't even make any sense. Like, yeah. what are we doing here? 
that was illogical. So I'm sorry. That's that was definitely one of my <laughs> negatives. And I just no, was, didn't like it. Lynette, what was your negatives? I didn't like that Queen Ramonda died. Oh yeah. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I was very angry about that. Um yeah, Riri's like introduction and I could have did without that. Yeah. I don't think that was um it didn't help the storyline. Yeah, it just wasn't introduced well. Yeah. Um I mean, again, I was excited to see the whole black woman in STEM. I was like, woo, yes, girl, yes. And then I was like, uh, yeah, just <laughs> it was it, just a letdown. Yeah. yeah. That, uh, like I said, Queen Ramonda's death, I didn't care for. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, it's still, a, it's like a sore point Unnecessary. for me. Unnecessary. I, I, yeah, yeah I, I didn't care for it. Um, I'm trying to think. Sorry, my memory isn't as sharp as it used to be. Oh, you saw, I think you were talking about the battle, the big battle, why they did it in the ocean. Oh, yeah, like, I didn't like that, but I think that's part of, like, Shuri's, like, shortcomings, like, because, like I I mentioned, like, she was fighting out of anger, like, it was the emotions and not it being calculated, but it was like, yo, you're taking your best fighters to the middle of the ocean? That means, like, you're clearly at a disadvantage, but then to me, the whole time I'm thinking, what about Wakanda? If you took your best to battle in the ocean, then what about your entire nation? Like, yeah, that, I just, and I thought, was it a Okoye? Okoye. I thought she was gonna get like back into the door. It was Dora Malash. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, so I was like waiting for that, but it seems like she was kind of shunned still after helping. Um, but I get Queen Ramonda was mad because she had already lost her husband, she lost her son, now her daughter's kidnapped. But I feel like she redeemed herself and mm-hmm. should have kind of like I don't know, been welcomed back in. Right. But yeah, that whole taking your best fighters out to the ocean was wild to me. Yeah, I didn't I didn't like that. Um the the sun thing, yeah, I I could have did without it. I like the backstory, you know, it's black empowerment. His name was Tucson. I know it was after the uh the Haitian, well, really the African um <clears throat> slave who, you know, led the revolution. So like I get I I like when they do a lot of that stuff. But I was just like, really? A kid? Like it didn't make any sense. It was because it's not I don't think I don't read the comics, but I don't think it's gonna be significant because you've already introduced a new Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I could have did with, I could have did without that. So I would say those were, those were my negatives. So Corey had to drop off because he had to deal with something. But he texted me. He said he, the only, he said the only negatives that he had <laughs> was everything with uh, Agent Ross and uh, his, his wife. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What was the like? It, it, you they barely touched on that it was sort yeah. of like he was helping 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 she you thought she was ignorant and then like oh no she wasn't uh yeah. she arrested you and now they're gonna kidnap you and that's it like yeah, yeah i guess 
Yeah, to add to that briefly, it was just like, is that his character flaw? Because now that you mentioned, I remember watching the movie and being like, dude, you're like an intelligence. How are you not ahead? Right. Like, yes. how are you not in a nut? And then I was like, is this just a character flaw? I thought the same thing. I sat there and said, bro, I was like, dude, you're supposed to be intelligent. You're supposed to be a spy. And you all sit here and think, you sit there and think, well, let me hold a cell phone over the beads. And yeah. Yeah. Like, they're, they're not good enough. It was very amateurish. Very yes. amateurish. Absolutely. James Bond would have done better. I'm just saying. Yes. I was like, no. That that was all right. Let me let me get okay. Let me, let me get to my negatives. All right. There's a lot. And I'm okay. just gonna go, I'm gonna go from a crime. But I feel like a lot of the our negatives were your negatives too. Oh, yeah, for sure. I agree with you. I yeah. agree with you. Like like, cause even you know what, like, yeah, just piggybacking on what you like, what what Lynette was saying about the final battle where you will take. I sit like I was sitting there and I was talking to my nieces about it because she was like, well, "What do you mean you got a problem with that?" I said, "This is the problem I had with it." Your thought process was this is supposed to be a technologically advanced nation. It's supposed to be a a nation of brilliant people, of warriors, and your strategic plan is. Let's load everybody up on one ship yes! into the middle of the ocean. I sat there and said, one ship? I was like, one ship? I said, hold on a second. Hold on. You ain't got a Navy? You ain't got aircraft? Like, you could have put, like, a fleet of ships? Let's put a fleet of ships out there. Let's put a fleet of warriors out there. Why are we doing one? Why are we doing one? That's one. That don't make no sense. That made zero sense to me. Absolutely. Like, it's, it was almost like, you know they got a bunch of warriors, and instead of giving them multiple targets to deal with, you could, we just gonna give them one. Yeah. Come on. Come on. But again, it speaks to what Lynette was saying, that Shuri is not, she's not a fighter. She no. is STEM. Yes. She is STEM, and that's where she needs to stay. And I, I you know, I don't want to, but you know who would have been much better? Like Nakia, because she's a spy, yes, right? Yes, she would have yes, been much better yes, with it. Yes. I much better. Okoye would have been much better with it because yes, she wouldn't know where to disperse people to. I said the yeah. same thing. And I, I get it. It's like, because people were like, I can hear people cry like, she was the Black Panther in the cop. Yes, I understand that at one point, Shuri was the Black Panther in the comics. But the way they built Shuri in the comics was totally different from the Shuri that was in that, like, like you said, uh, Christina, she was like a scientist. That's yeah, how she they. She was her. a nerd. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In the comics, she was just as athletic as T'Challa. She was just as yeah. like a, a strong fighter as him, and so it made sense when he went into a coma right. that she would take up the male actor. And that's my other problem. Here's my other problem, Ryan Coogler. Here's my other problem, bro, dog. So listen. I understand that Chadwick Boseman dying was a shock, it was sudden. I get it. But here's the deal, sir. Here's what I'm going to need you to do. I'm going to need you to go to grief counseling. I'm going to need you to go to therapy. What I don't need is for you to have me sitting through two hours and 41 minutes of your therapy session. Bro, they didn't, you know what? They might as well not even called him T'Challa, but they should have just said it was Chadwick. In fact, they should have been walking around the thing saying, 
But when Chadwick was here and Chadwick going, Chadwick, because listen, for you to start that movie off, where if you're going to say, well, he died from a mysterious illness that he didn't tell anybody about. I'm like, come on now. And here's the other problem, Ryan Coogler. Again, did you think I forgot this? I saw Black Panther. I saw Infinity War. I saw Endgame. Why was Shuri creating an artificial heart-shaped herb be the answer when he already had the heart-shaped herb in his system because he was already Black Panther? So, so that's so, so the heart shape, or once he once he has that, like he can't die, or it's much harder for him to die. He can, it's harder for him to die because it has healing power. Like that's what gives him the power. That's mm-hmm. what makes him Black Panther. That's why when later in the movie, when Shuri gets stabbed with a spear, she's able to let me shake that off because right. I have it in my system. So if he was already the Black Panther. He already had it in his system. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you're right. I didn't think about that. It didn't make no sense. I was mad. I was mad off the jump. I was like, dude, that doesn't. Yeah, and you're right, because I had the same thought process you did at the movie when they said he died of a disease. And I'm just like, why? I don't read the comments, but to me, I knew that his sister takes the mantle. For me, you Mm should have just followed up with that. Because you're right. I'm like, all right, now it's Chadwick, not T'Challa. Yes, exactly. It was just like, you should have just played it how it plays out in the comics. That's what I'm saying. It's like, you could have took him out. Like this, And this is my complaint. This is my thing. Nobody said you had to recast it for this movie. Nobody yeah. said that. You could have said he didn't want to be a king no more. He just wanted to raise his kid in Haiti with Nakia and call it a day. Something. It's like, at some yeah. point, you're going to have to recast it. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you could have said, hey, he disappeared somewhere. Like, we lost it. He disappeared. Or, oh, he's in a coma. And we can't, like, something. Like, just, he's presumed dead. Just don't sit there and like, oh, he had a disease. He killed him. And I'm going to say this about the funeral. Because here's the problem I have with that funeral. Let me tell you mm-hmm. something. Other people say, oh, you're going to be crying. You're going to be terrible. I was sitting there like, come on now. What are we doing? Did here? it give you coming to America vibes? No. It was like, here's, here's the problem I had with the funeral. What was the, like, what is the burial process here? I didn't quite get it. Like, you got a coffin. You paraded through the street. No, okay, that's fine. But then you had this thing lifted up in the air with the, yeah. wh- wh- where's it going? What are you doing with it? What, what's the like? What, what's the, what, where are you taking? That is a true point. I asked. I was like, "But where are they taking his body?" I was like, "Are they yeah. going to launch it in a space?" Yeah, I just, I was, I was so confused. I was so confused with it. And oh, Lynette, you nailed it. You nailed it because I was talking to my brother Ricky about this before uh-huh. I called y'all. Riri Williams. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Every scene she was in, and my brother was like, it was one of the one things we agreed on when we was talking about the bad. She was terrible. I don't know, like, I don't understand the point. I don't understand her purpose. Yeah. I just, I was so frustrated. Like, every time she was on, I was like, God, this is bad. I think it's supposed to be comic relief because it's not that funny. I was like, she's not. And here's the problem. You can't have, in the, in the comics, 
Again, I'm trying not to be like, oh, you guys be st-. like, you don't have to stick to the comments. I'm not that avid. Like, I love comments. I read them. But I'm not like, you have to stick to the comments. Like, because yeah. you can improve on it. Like, for example, I hated the Civil War comic. Civil War was terrible. But I liked the Civil War movie because I thought they took the element of it, but they changed the story. And I thought they did a better job. So it's like, when you take a character like Riri Williams and in the comic book, she was a, she was a Tony Stark protege. Like that's why she became like the next Iron Man because she built a suit based off of Tony Stark because she was his protege. So I'm like, why are you just like you totally just took a character and say, oh, let's just take her and throw her in Wakanda just because? Like what? That's what I said. Like I don't understand. We could have done without her. It could have been yes. They could have completely done without her. It's. Like it, it was like they just sat there and said, and, and this is a problem I had with with the producer. Like Nate Moore was like, "Well, we like to hire writers that don't read the comics. We just want fresh." Op- Here's the deal, bro. I'm not saying you can't do that. I'm not saying you can't get fresh eyes in here. That's a good thing to do. But if you don't understand the history of it or the things that make these things great or why people liked it in the first place. Then you will get results like this. You just gonna get ish like this, where you just like, oh, let's just throw them up on there. It's just fine. Yeah. Here's the other problem I had: too little in Baku. Like, yes, you know, I just said it was a real. That's it. He had like three scenes, and that was it. Exactly. Every scene he was in, I love. I've been walking around because of my nieces, and we'd be like, they call him the cool cool time, and I was like, yeah. I love it. I was like, <laughs> That's his delivery, everything. Yes. The eating of the carrot, man. too. Remember, he just in there eating yes. carrot. Yes. Like, let's yeah. Or when a dude, like, says something to me, and he's just like, whoa, whoa. Like, this. Yeah. Every scene he was in was good, yeah. but you gave me only, like, three scenes with him. Like, come yeah, on, man. Yeah. It's just, yeah, yeah. that frustrated me. And then the, the, the thing that pissed me off the most and I was so actually, you know what? There's two things. There's almost equal. Two things that almost pissed me off the most at equal level. So when Shuri take the heart-shaped herb that she did create, and she go into the astral astral plane. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she in the throne room. And I already knew what she was gonna see too. But I sat there and was like, you gotta be kidding me. They not really gonna do that. I thought it was like I I saw the rumor online and I thought it was fake. I said, This is fake. They ain't do that. And she turned around, you see Killmonger there. And I sat there, so I said in the middle of the theater, I was like, what the F? I was like, I was like, no. I was like, so let me get this straight. I was like, let me get let me understand this. So she in the astral plane. She can see previous Black Panthers. She can see her family. She can see all these people. She don't see her dad. She don't see her brother. I, well, I know why she can't see her brother because that dumbass Ryan Coogler wouldn't recast. But okay, let's just get past that. She don't see her brother. She don't see her mom. But she gonna yeah. see the dude that tried to kill her brother, tried to take over a country, and tried to kill her as well. Again, but I think you know, I think that what they were trying to trying to point out and say was the reason why. She didn't see everyone else and she only saw Killmonger is because she had so much quote unquote hate or slash anger 
in her heart so that the others weren't going to appear to her. At least that's how they were just trying to present it. They tried and I just, oh, it just, it was ridiculous. And it would have been nice if eventually she did go back and saw her mom or saw the dad. But I was telling Lynette too, I think the guy who played um, T'Challa's dad, I think he died in real life. Okay. So I, I'm not mistaken. I think. I God, just I hope I'm bad. really wrong on that because I don't like to be like, oh, that's such and such died. And then they really did. I don't like to be wrong. Oh, but I think he, he But yeah. He I was so angry. And then the other thing that equally pissed me off. Mm-hmm. What was the point of killing Angela Bass's character, Queen Ramonda? What was yeah. dude, uh, that was overkill? It was yeah. overkill. It was, I was like that I, was I, I, I hated the excuse that um that what you would call it that Lynette was telling me that he had. No, um oh, he's alive. Oh, okay. Um what was the excuse he said? Oh, because it's Marvel, no one really dies. Yeah, he told Angela Bassett that it's Marvel, so just yeah, like just because you're dead doesn't mean you stay your dead. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. no, yeah. that's not how this works. No. Exactly, all. exactly. It made me so angry because she was seriously like the best thing in the movie. She was like the yeah. best thing in it, and I was like. So let me just get this straight, Ryan Coogler. Let me just go off of this. I'm just going football here. So you gonna have this character, Shuri, have she lost her dad, she lost her brother, and now she lost her mom. Like, yeah, what? what? I was not happy about that. I was like, I was, Why? Missed. I was like, the movie. Like, I have never been in a movie that made me so angry. I was so Oh, angry. I have. I've been really very angry. <laughs> I was so angry. Yes. I kept staring at the screen like, why are they doing this? This don't make no sense. I don't understand it. This is illogical. I was just, uh, I just, I was so, I was so disappointed because I freaking loved the first Black Panther. Yeah. I, oh, loved it. I saw it like seven freaking times. I just, I absolutely loved it. And so for this one to be the follow-up, and I get it. Disappointing. But it's like, you could have, you should have took a breath. should have calmed down. said emotions is running. I, I mean, I think the reality is, is that, well, one, it was never going to be as good as the first one because Chadwick is not here. And I think it very, he very much uh, embodied the character. So we were already going to start out behind because he wasn't here. So even if he, I think I told you too, even if he, they were to recast, those are some really big shoes to fill. I think people were very attached with uh, Chadwick but and T'Challa. We're almost one in the same. Cool. I don't think a lot of people would have been able to let it go. Uh-huh. Unlike unlike other, I mean, I know it's not a comic, but I, I mentioned it earlier with James Bond, what that tends to change. Um, I don't think that would have been the case for, a lot of these Marvel comics, like who who See, they are is who they are in all the movies. That's the issue I had with it though, because I feel like, and this is like, I just feel like this, and this is where I'm like, I accuse them of being like, is this a black white thing? Because, and this is my problem, because if Tom Holland, the guy that plays Spider Man, if he had gotten a car accident after the very first Spider Man movie, and he mm-hmm. died. They weren't going to say, well, we can't have anybody play Peter Parker 
Spider-Man anymore, they would have recasted that joint. They would have recasted it. Like, it just, and, and the reason why I'm ticked off is like, for example, the dude that plays um, uh, General Ross, William Hurt, he died in real life. And they recast Harrison Ford to play this character in the upcoming Captain America movie. And I'm sitting there like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So wait a minute. So you telling me a white character where the actor dies, you can go ahead and recast it. But the black character that is the equivalent of say Captain America, Iron Man, Spider-Man, oh, we can't, you know what? Y'all black, y'all blacks, y'all had y'all movie. Now we got we I think it was that. I, did, I think I think it just had to do with the fact that Chadwick and T'Challa were almost one in the same. It happens all the time because I kind of thought about that. I mean, I know this is years ago, I'm taking it back. But mm-hmm. even with Spider Man and how Tobey Maguire was like the first Spider Man, and or like you know, at least for my time and watching the movies, and then mm-hmm. it kind of I know like it starts to change or whatever. But I was just like, that there, there was no consistency there, and I'm just like, I think I would have been okay with the yes. the recasting. Uh, I just yeah, I just. Because they didn't build Shuri up yet to be a superhero, it was wild to kind of put her in that position. And I think, you know, that's one of the things that I still grapple with. And speaking of Spider-Man, when I saw Riri's character, it seemed like she was more fitting for Spider-Man. It seemed like she was one of his homies. Like, I think, and I understand she was in college, but maybe they could have made her a little more mature. But when I saw her, I was like, girl, you look like you should have been like hanging with Spider-Man. And maybe y'all could have been building a suit together. Like, yeah, uh, and it's, I think it's cool to have, you know, a Black female, you know, the STEM. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I think just the introduction of it, yeah. And the whole time I'm sitting there, it just gave me Spider-Man vibes. I'm like, yo, you look like you should be chilling with Spider-Man somewhere. Like, y'all both hella young. It was, I just <sighs> didn't like her character at all. I felt like every scene she was in, it just dragged me down. And I just, I, it was just... Ah, still like it. This made me so mad. I will, you know, I, I forgot. This was one of the good, and I, I meant to mention this because this was probably my favorite scene in the movie mm-hmm. when Koye lost uh, Shori to the kidnapping, and Queen Ramonda was like stripping her of her daughter's yeah. lingerie status. Yeah, and she's like no, and she was like. I love how she brought up the fact she's like, when Killmonger was up in here, you were standing right next to his side, and I had to run to the Jabbar. I was like, that's right. Pull the receipts. I was like, pull the receipts. Let her know. <laughs> because I was like, I ain't forget. I ain't forget. Yeah, her and I had her and I had this conversation with her because I understand. I understand. I see both sides. I understand the Queen's feelings for that because she felt like that Okoye should have been loyal. However, per their own rules, like Okoye is very by the book. Look how she had was I don't know if I keep forgetting Michaela's um name in the movie. Um, I forgot I forgot Michaela's the one with she had the two spears, whatever. And Okoye was like, no, that's not how we do it. Okoye is very the rules, very by the book. So her going to kill her, she didn't want to go. She was like, get up. You know, she was she, like, no, she, she didn't had, even want the battle to happen in the first place. You should have had loyalty to the fam. 
You should have had loyalty to the family. But she doesn't have loyalty Aneka. to the fam. But yeah, Aneka, that's the she thing. doesn't have she loyalty to the fam. Loyalty she's to the Wakanda, to the throne. And she's loyal to the nation. She's loyal, loyal. to the throne. So yeah. yes, I understand why she threw it in her face. But at the same time, Okoye, like the Dora Milaje, they are very by the book. They are serving the throne. Oh, I, I didn't I agree with it. She, I I'm love not, when she I threw it in her face. Girl, this is your time. Like, flip the script. Shit, yeah. But I understood the character arc. Like, yeah, like this is what it is. Like, you serve the throne, not the family. Yeah, nah, yeah. I loved it. I was like, that's right, Queen Ramona. Don't even say put a receipt. Get out. Get out. I love it. I would like to change my grade in light of some of the other things that we've discussed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I will change it into a B. From an A minus to a B. Well, then my work is done. I couldn't. I just it was so, I was so disappointed. I was so mad. It, I was like, oh, I, you know, I was like, oh, okay, it was good, but it was definitely not like the first one for sure. It was not like the first no. one was just like oh. not even close. No, it was it really, was. it was really well, nice. I think it's just it has that nostalgia to it. And I don't think Black Panther to you know Wakanda Forever was gonna compete with that because yeah. I think it came out at a certain point of time in our lives yeah. where like we needed this yeah like we needed this like that climate yes. was different yeah I guess the thing that frustrates me too was like that first like like I think I said to my nieces the first one was so awesome and I was so inspired. And it was so joyful. Yes. And this one was like, it had no joy to me. It was right, yeah. so, I was like, it was so joyless. It I, I, I would like, have said yeah. agree. Yeah, it was very just, joyless. And that's the part, like, it just frustrated me because I was like, I understand, like, I, I completely understand why you didn't want to recast because this was a person, like, we looked at it like, oh, that's an actor, but they was his friend. It was more than that, you know. So I get it. I completely understand it. But that's where I'm like, you should, in my mind, you should be like, I need to walk away or I need to step away unless somebody else do this because I can't do this because you hurt the product. You hurt, like, at the end of the day, it's a new is it is it possible that it really wasn't a Ryan Coogler's decision that it was a Kevin Faye? Wasn't that I say the name right? Kevin Faye? Mikey. Feige, was it really his yeah. decision? Because they, they needed, because I know that they had to take some time to obviously rewrite the script. So that I, you know, huge. did that have something to do with it? And like, we just, as civilians, watchers of the movie, like maybe we just don't know. I think they made an emotional decision and it was like, he he bowed to Ryan Coogler. Like, he was like, you created the first one and we, we don't want to change that. We don't want to take you off of it because you already started working on it. So yeah. whatever decision you want to do, you do it. Like I'm gonna accept whatever decision you make. But I also think don't really think that that this uh, Kevin does not strike me as a person who would just give creative control and be like, oh, just rock out with it. No, he still would have had to clear things. He still would have had think, to go through Kevin for a lot of things. I think, I, I, I can't funny. accept that. I, I think that, like, because I've heard people criticize Kevin Feige, like, they think that Marvel has a hit, but I think what they typically do is they give people the characters and they say, hey, you do the story the way that you want, and we're just like, that's at least that's the way it seems to me from the stuff that I see, like, I, 
I don't feel like they dictate everything that they do. Like, for example, if you had watched like the She-Hulk show that was on Disney Plus, it was very different. Like, it was incredibly different from the way they've done other things. And the um, the woman that created it and wrote it was talking about how they didn't want to do the same typical Marvel kind of thing. And that's why, like, the season finale for She-Hulk was really weird because it was like the character broke the fourth wall and was talking to this, like, artificial intelligence, which was pretty much Kevin Feige. But it was like, like it was like they're standing for Kevin Feige and it was like, we want to do it this way. And so it was like, I, I do think he gives, like, people creative control to do what they want. And I just feel like he was like, he made an emotional decision and it was like, I agree with you, Ryan Coogler. You do your movie. If you don't want to recast it, I agree with you. And I just think, I think, it, like, in terms of the recasting thing, I get what you're saying where in terms, like, Chadwick was this character, like, he played this character. But I think about so many young Black actors that could have took over to, like, John David Washington or um, I can't remember the guy's name who played in... Um, Oh man, it's gonna drive me nuts now. Anyway, I, I I can't remember his name. It's he's a dude that um uh he played Morpheus in the new Matrix movie. Uh, I know what you're talking about, yeah. Like I just think about somebody or John Boyega. I just think about all these John Boyega would have been nice. Like John because he has that very nice. oh, you know who would have been cool too? The guy uh was it Jonathan Majors? Yes, well Jonathan Majors. He couldn't do it because he he's playing uh Kang in the new Ant-Man movie. But oh. but either way, either way, I'm just saying, like, I think of all these other actors that could have did it. And even like Chadwick Boseman's family even said that Chadwick never looked at it like he wanted this to be just him. He wanted other people to have opportunity. Like he he if, if he couldn't do it. So I'm like, when I hear that, like, what are we doing? But anyway, all right, but I got you to change your grade. But just to add to that real quick, I think too, right? We're looking at it. I don't know when this film was actually filmed, right? So we're pretty far. I think his name is with a Yaha Abdul Mateen. Yes, that's it. Um, But so for them, I think it was a really sore spot for them to recast T'Challa at that Mm -hmm. point in time when the movie was filmed as to where we're getting it what maybe a year Mm -hmm. or two post-production yeah where we're like all right man y'all could have did like we healed we could have all right y'all could have did this and that but at the time when they shot that this film you know everything was pretty new i'm sure maybe chadwick died a year ago i don't know since the pandemic chadwick has been moving really he he died in 2020 and yeah. he was, two years he was ago. yeah, so he was, he was too tired to read the script that I remember mm-hmm. they were talking about. He was too tired to read the script. He didn't, oh, cause you know, obviously he didn't tell you people it was sick. So they had to scramble to rewrite it right after he died. And I think they started filming. Yeah. You know, shortly so thereafter. Shortly after. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. that's the thing. So yeah. it's kind of so like. So it probably speaks to what you're saying. Like he, at that time he was writing cause he was in that spot. Yeah, so, he was in that headspace. So for us to see it, you know, two years later, you know, it makes sense. It's like, man, you could have did things so many, so many things differently. 
but mm. this was two years ago and in that time i think the emotions were re running really high and they just really mm -hmm. wanted to I, I, you know honor him yeah. well i appreciate you guys jumping on and giving me your time and i look forward to having you guys on again all, all right, right. Thanks, will thank you see you later bye, <laughs> bye. So yes, big shout out of thanks to uh, my brother Corey who briefly joined uh, and, and uh, my good friends Christina and Lynette. Uh, so yeah, I, I, you know, when I initially got out, like I said, I absolutely positively, I, no movie had made me more angry sitting there watching it than uh, Wakanda Forever. I was very disappointed. I, the disappointment hasn't dissipated. The anger definitely subsided. And I, you know, as of when I was talking to him, I was like, okay, yeah, I give it a C. You know, I, I couldn't give it a B. But, you know, me and my wife went back and we watched the first Black Panther. And after watching the first Black Panther, it only re-emphasized how irritating and disappointing Wakanda Forever was and I was like I can't even I was like I definitely wouldn't give it a C like in fact I would I would drop it to a D like I'm not gonna give it a full-blown F because there was some good things in it it's just the bad far outweighed the good and the biggest issue I think I had with it, especially when I rewatched the first Black, Black Panther was that the first Black Panther to me was so it was so triumphant and it was such a proud movie and it just there was so much joy in it and excitement and just fun and Wakanda Forever was incredibly depressing and it wasn't like just because oh you know because they built it on the death of Chadwick Boseman but there to me it was not there was no joy in it and like when I was talking to my niece about it, it was almost like we, I feel like I'm almost tired of black trauma. Like I'm tired of black trauma. And I've seen so much of it in film and in real life, black people in my, you know, we deal with enough trauma in real life. So it's like when you go see a movie, you want to escape. And Black Panther was such an escapism. And it was just like, you know, it was Afrofuturism personified. It's just that dream of what could it look like if it wasn't colonized and if there wasn't, you know, colonizers that, that ruined the country or, or the continent and everything. And so just to take the to take his real life, to take Chadwick Boseman's real life death and put it on screen like it was you know like I was saying in the things like I almost feel like why well, was they even calling him T'Challa they might as well just say Chadwick because that's that's the frustrating part about it and so you know a lot of people will come out have have come out against the recast T'Challa movement and was just like, oh these people are misogynists and they just don't want to see that like no I almost like I said to my niece today I almost would have felt better if Angela Bassett's character Queen Ramonda had become the Black Panther because to me I would have at least accepted that a lot better than the way they built Shuri up. Like they didn't they didn't build her character enough to me to do it and then they just threw her in there and I know that's how it was in the comics but it just didn't fit. It didn't feel right. It didn't feel earned 
and it just again it I, it's just, I had so much wrong with it and um it was just illogical like just some of the writing the i think the thing that frustrated me the most was really the bad writing i didn't think it was written well i felt like ryan coogler really took his pain and his trauma and he just put it on screen instead of surrendering to the legacy of the character and the, the you know just the triumph the triumph of the character like the triumphant nature of the character and, and the kingly status of the character and he just gave into his personal emotion and I get it because for us it's a movie but for him he, he knew Chadwick Boseman that was his friend that was real for him to lose that man in that way and in that shocking way so I almost like I feel like the right thing to me would have been to pause and take a breath and to step back and really, it's almost like somebody else should have gotten involved, in my opinion. But it just, I, I it's like, I was, I was so disappointed. It's incredibly disappointing to me. And I can't even shake the disappointment of it because that's how frustrating and bad the movie was to me. Like, it wasn't, like, necessarily a bad movie because, like, as I said, I would, I would put it behind No Way Home and Multiverse of Madness and... But I definitely put it above Love and Thunder, Shang-Chi, Eternals. Um, I think I, you know, I don't think I could put it over Black Widow. Because I actually enjoyed Black Widow more. So, yeah. It, it would be fourth in that standpoint. But, you know, from the news I hear that with um, the head of Disney being changed back to Bob Iger. And Marvel Studios is apparently reevaluating Phase 5 and 6. And they want to go with more quality over quantity and I think that's a good choice I don't I don't feel like like I'm, I don't have Marvel Studios fatigue or anything but yeah you'd be lying if you didn't say the quality wasn't anywhere near on the level of the previous three phases like you have to be honest about that and this movie to me was just the icing on the cake for uh, it's just Oh, it's just frustrating. It's just so frustrating. So, anyway, that's my thoughts on Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I'm honest that they got makes. I, I really almost prefer a new creative team to come in. Um, because I can't see myself wanting to see uh, the third one. Like, I know I'll probably see it, but I just can't see myself even excited for it. Because I was so disappointed with how this one was. And it almost like, it, it, you know, I remember I was joking with my nieces, like, oh, I'm going to go see it because I'm black and I'm obligated. And, and there was like a funny episode. Um, actually, I shouldn't even say funny, but there was an episode of the Netflix show Black AF where they was talking about, like, do you feel obligated to support black stuff even if you don't like it or if you think it's not good? And I think part of the beauty is that you can support things, but what makes the the growth of diversity in Hollywood and the growth of diversity in entertainment is that you can have great things that are sitting around black people and, and black folks and then you can have bad things as well because that's entertainment and that's how it's always like the joke with Chris Rock where it's like we've made it when you had like a bad black president because you had so many bad white presidents and for you to have a bad black president then you're you're you've made it because 
actually got a black black president. Like it's not like a great person. Like, <laughs> so anyway, uh, that's gonna do it for this episode. Again, I'm gonna try to get the next one out much much sooner because man, I gotta talk about the Cowboys and it's it's been so much positive stuff going on and negative stuff especially because i'm really i'm coming for the Dak haters i'm coming for the Dak prescott haters because a lot of people was talking reckless and was talking crazy when Dak prescott was out and i got something for them because my man even like i feel really good about where the cowboys are and Dak prescott has been dealing and i just want to come with some of the, the haters and especially over this next three game stretch where the Cowboys should take care of business but definitely want to talk Cowboys uh, I really appreciate everybody for sticking with me I apologize again uh, for how late I got this out but there has been a lot going on in my life personally in my family's life and so you know sometimes life happens and you just can't get things out as soon as you would like but I was happy to get this one out and talk about this movie even though it greatly, greatly, greatly disappointed me. But what are your thoughts? Let me know. Uh, join the conversation. Email the show, 0to100pod at gmail.com. That's the number 0, T-O, the number 100, P-O-D, at gmail.com. And make sure you follow me on Twitter, at WCWPoet, even though, let's just be real, Twitter is... That's a subject for a whole other episode, because, I, I mean, I knew it was going to suck, when Elon Musk took it over, but my goodness, man, like some of the ways, it's just wild. That's for a whole nother episode, but uh, make sure you follow me on there. This has been the Zero to 100 podcast. This was the review of Wakanda Forever. We out. <laughs>